Gather around, children. It's time for our Christmas tradition to listen to the Wrong Town Holiday Special, The Wrong Boys Xmas Experience. Yeah. Gather around. Jeremy, Jeffrey, oh, Janice, Xavier, Yano, Willow, Zenon. Why do we always listen to the Holiday Wrong Boys? Jazz, that is such a great question. The reason we always listen to the Wrong Boys Holiday Special, Wrong for the Holidays, colon, the true story of Santa Claus, well, first of all, it's a tradition, but secondly, there is a magical man named the Tapeman, and he watches us all year, and then he decides whether we are good or bad tape-wise, and then if we're good tape-wise, he'll give us a tape on tape day. But if he sees that we've been bad tape-wise, he won't give us a tape. Instead, he'll give us a small thimble full of unrefined oil. What if this is holding back Christmas progress by not having new tapes every year and listening to the same tape? Should we overthrow this tapeman and institute a society less restricted to a single tradition? Tradition, novelty, you know, complex questions. I think the tape has the answers. Can we just all watch the tape? I mean, Jeremiah, Winnie, they're, they're all here, all 32 of us. Can we just put in this tape? I don't know, can we? Grammarsley. <laughs> Sorry, may we get started, kids? This tape is burning a hole in my palm, like Christ. Yeah, actual crucifixions happen through the wrist, not the palm, Papa. Most depictions of Christ are incorrect historically in that way. All right, let's pop in this tape, and here we go. Are you excited, kids? Yeah! Yay! Holidays, yeah! We now go to a family man driving his car out to the middle of an enormous bridge on Christmas Eve. So, it's come to this. I've screwed up everything. I've screwed up the life of my kids, my job, my relationship with my wife, our financial situation. Screwed up everything I've ever done in this life, but I know that there's one thing I can still do right to make the world a better place by not having me in it anymore. At least then my family will get the insurance money and they'll be able to have a wonderful Christmas without me. They'll celebrate probably the fact that I'm gone. It'll be the one good thing I ever did in this just awful life of mine. Oh, bright white flashing light. What, what is this? Hello, family man. I'm a guardian angel. I'm like in training. They'll give me my wings if I keep you from dying. What's up? I'm not dead yet, so usually angels, I would assume, show up after I die, so you're a bit early. Makes sense, though, if you're in training. No, okay, well, first, I don't need that. Just because I'm in training angel-wise doesn't mean I need a civilian sort of weighing in on my... You don't understand our system at all. Sorry, can you park? Well, I was going to Just park for the... a minute. <sighs> okay, fine. Look, I hear that you're really upset and that you're thinking about, you know, committing insurance fraud. Yeah. You know, I just think the world would be a better place without me in it. No, no, no way that's true. Sorry, I don't have all the details with me. I don't really know your life very well, but there's just no way that's no, true. Just trust me. My kids hate me. My wife hates me. They'll come around. I Again, let my boss down. Sorry, I don't really have the details on hand to directly disprove what you're saying, but just come on. There's no way, man. Everyone contributes positively to those around them in ways that are... If only you could see, you'd understand, but unfortunately, I don't have that prepared. Oh, are you here to help me make sure that I do this right so that it looks like an accident? You're like a guardian angel of insurance fraud. No, no, no. I'm, I'm sent here to stop you from killing yourself by showing you that life is worth living. And the way that I have uh, to do okay. that is... Ta-da! Have you heard it seriously wrong? 
I've heard of it, but I never gotten around to listening to it. Well, this is your lucky day because I've got a tape of the Wrong Boys Xmas Experience. I don't Trust think me. I'd relate to Let's it. Let's just put it on the cassette player. We'll just pop it in. We'll give it a listen. Well, maybe you'll see that life is worth living. And then I get my wings. Uh, I haven't used this old tape player in this uh, car forever. So, you know, it's good to at least get one last use out of the tape player. Thinking, that's ecological thinking. I like to hear that. I'll just slide this in. So here it is. The Wrong Town, Wrong Boys Christmas Special, The Xmas Experience. Let's see if it saves a life. That's the button there. Just play. Our holiday story today begins at an orphanage, where we join a little orphan boy just a few days away from Christmas, without anyone left in the world, uh, the impoverished victim of a factory fire that took his working class parents, watching YouTube videos, and trying to discover the true meaning of Christmas. Oh, Christmas just uh, hasn't been the same since I lost me mum and me pop. It's always so cold and dreary here at the orphanage. But, you know, if I had just one Christmas wish, I think it would be that for me and the other orphans here, the kids who lost their parents in the factory fire could rise up together against the property classes and the factory owners to create Christmas magic together, but uh, I, that'll never happen. So I guess I'm just here scrolling YouTube. Oh, wow, wait, what's that? It's a new Rudolph 12 video? Huge news? Santa gets destroyed in court? Oh, I gotta click this. Hello, Santa Slayers. It's me, Rudolph12, with a nose for news, and I'm back with huge news about the lawsuit which could destroy the Santa organization. It's time for Jingle Accountability. As always, hit that like and subscribe, hit that jingle bell to give us some algorithm love. If my content makes your heart grow three sizes, share it with three friends. Now, I don't need to tell you that Santa is a criminal who is lying to everyone. He can't deliver presents all around the world in one night. He has his elves help him do that. These little lies add up and now huge areas of Wrongtopia are seceding from Santa's present delivering territory and siding with other present delivering gangs at unprecedented rates. More and more people don't believe in Santa for good reasons. Just to recap, Santa is a climate change denier who profits directly from dirty coal. Leaked whistleblower documents show that he watches us when we are sleeping, and he extrajudicially knows when we are awake. Santa has also refused to distance himself from Santa's Helpers, a paramilitary group which aims to punish the quote-unquote naughty. This is a bad guy. But don't worry, Santa Slayers. Santa Claus belongs in prison, and his criminal reign will be ending soon thanks to the work of people like you. So on to the news, Christmas Court has struck down a petition by Santa Claus and the Claus Corporation to block him becoming the sole and state-enforced deliverer of Christmas gifts. They called the proposal a clear violation of the Christmas Cheer Act. Well, uh, duh, Santa uh, is the law. It has been Christmas tradition in Wrongtopia to have rival gangs deliver presents in different territories, settling their own disputes with gang warfare. And look, Santa, that is a front you've been brutally effective in. 
Uh, you don't need to get the big hand of government in there to block these alternative Christmas that mean so much to us. For example, I personally celebrate Rationalmas, which is a holiday where my children sit on Sam Harris's lap at the mall instead of Santa Claus, and he tells them whether or not they've been rational, and that's what they get gifts based on. But we also tell them the whole time, your parents are giving you these gifts. We're not going to lie to you or put an irrational thought in your little heads. And look, Santa, we the people don't want you taking away our constitutionally protected alternative Christmases. It's not merry. It's not cheery. He belongs in jail. He belongs in jail for this. And I'm so glad the Christmas court has sided with logic and reason and facts. Uh, so that's all the news this week. I've said it before, and I'll say it again. Our Santa critical community is the most amazing group of people in the world. Those comments, likes, and subscribes, they're going to put Santa Claus in jail. And I just want to thank our sponsor today. It's Santa Guard. This is a clamp that you put inside your chimney and it keeps Santa out. You know, there's more and more reasons every week, news coming out, reasons why you do not want Santa and his helper elves coming down your chimney into your home. I've got a Santa Guard myself. It's kept Santa out every year. No presents, no coal, nothing. So use coupon code Rudolph and they'll throw in some anti-reindeer spikes for your roof. No greater combination exists to protect your family from the corporate overlords at Claws Corps and their little minions, grubby little hands trying to steal your family heirlooms. This has been Jingle Accountability. Subscribe to survive. See ya. Wow, Rudolph12 is the best YouTuber ever. I, I wish he was my dad. Oh, what's this in the recommended videos? An apology from Santa Claus. Okay, let's see what he has to say for himself. And now, a special Christmas message from Claus Corp CEO himself, Santa Claus. Ho 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 ho! I'm here today with a message of corporate responsibility. So this holiday season, I want you and your family to remember that we at Claus Corp Global hear your concerns about elf welfare, and the allegations printed in The Guardian are being taken very seriously by us. Ho 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 ho! We fully commit to investigating and phasing out slavery at the soonest opportunity in our operations around the world. Ho 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 ho! And most importantly, and more personally, the comments that I made on that talk show last week were not funny. They weren't jolly. It wasn't a merry thing to say. I will be receiving counseling, as well as sensitivity training, as I reflect on this personal misstep. Oh, ho, 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 We've heard you loud and clear. You've got concerns about Santa's recreational drug use. Well, firstly, it's a constitutional right to use drugs in your private time. And Santa will continue to do that, but Santa pledges that he'll no longer use recreational drugs during work hours. Ho, 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 ho. Ooh, milk and cookies. Mm. Ooh. <laughs> so keep the faith, everyone, and maybe a little Christmas magic will come your way. Oh, ho, 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 ho. Welcome back to Wrong World News Special Report. Santa Claus facing mounting criticism today has launched a multi-pronged strategy to address allegations regarding his unholiday-like conduct. 
Shareholders and industry are reacting to Santa Claus's public statements and pledges today, asking one major question. Has Santa lost his magic touch? And what will this mean for the investigations into the North Pole misconduct? We're joined today by a former holiday regulator from the Department of Cheer and a spokesperson and personal attorney for Santa Claus, Jelcinda Merriman, to discuss the impacts of these bombshell allegations on the holiday season. Welcome. Thank you both for joining us. Thanks for having us. First, Mr. Former Regulator, what are your thoughts on this statement? Well, it looks a lot to me like an admission of guilt. Now, I don't care if you're Santa Claus or anyone, the law is the law and no one is above the law. I think the walls are closing in on Santa Claus here. Yeah, and I think quite the opposite. If anything, the walls are getting wider around Santa. What it shows to me is Santa's strength of character and his willingness to change even when he hasn't done anything wrong. You know, there's a lot of eyes on Santa. There's a lot of judgment being thrown around about Santa. You know, he's the richest man in the world, but he's also the most generous man in the world. And that creates a lot of, frankly, jealousy. Now, look, I'm a former holiday regulator at the Department of Cheer. I'm saying if I was working there, we'd have an affidavit in his breakfast cereal tomorrow morning. Look, the law says, it doesn't say anything about Santa being in charge of giving away gifts. It says that a designated holiday mascot slash present industrialist takes on that role. And it can be anyone. And I think a lot of people are asking the question now, with all these investigations, do we need Santa or should we look at the many alternatives? Yeah, see, and that's where this is always coming from. There are people out there who just simply have it out for Santa Claus. You know, he's done a lot of things, mostly good things and, you know, maybe a few bad things, but who hasn't? I ask all of you out there to think about your own lives and whether you've ever done anything wrong and whether you deserve forgiveness. And I'm not saying Santa needs forgiveness because I'm not saying he did anything wrong, but I'm saying if you think he did something wrong, maybe you should think about forgiving him rather than throwing him overboard and, you know, jumping on ship with the Scrooges or... uh, This is the typical Santa strategies. First is a threat, reminding us that they're watching us all the time and saying, maybe implying that we've done something wrong. Well, Uh, he knows when you're sleeping and he knows when you're awake. It's just a fact. Now, I don't know whether you've been bad or good, but Santa does. If you're implying that I Santa hasn't brought me gifts on Christmas, I'll have you know that he, he does. I'm not implying anything, but your defensiveness speaks volumes. Look, and for this allegation that I support Scrooge, the guy who hates Christmas, who doesn't deliver any gifts just because we've got measured criticisms of the legal conduct under the binding holiday cheer laws of Wrongtopia... I'm sorry, but I'm not going to take that kind of insinuation, no offense, from some two-bit personal attorney smear job bullshit. Okay, thanks. I don't know how you look yourself in the mirror, Jelcinda. No, no, no. I want to focus in on the issue of elf rights because that is one of the major accusations the Guardian leveled at Santa. And in order to discuss that in a little more detail, I want to bring on Squeaky the Elf. Now, Squeaky spent years as a worker in the factory, escaped, uh, he says, barely with his life. It's a harrowing story. I I really suggest people read his book. It's amazing. Uh, And now works in the big city as an elf rights activist. Uh, Squeaky, do we we have you on the line? Uh, Yes, I'm here. And uh, do you have anything that you want to say 
about Santa Claus or to Santa Claus's spokesperson, Jelcinda, who we have here? Uh, yeah, well, I mean, the promises today, they're, they're bullshit. They're, they're, they're obviously bullshit. Anyone who pays attention uh, to him over time and just watching the way that he acts and the, the way that the Claus Corp acts, it's, it's, it's bullshit. It's the least they can do. Lucinda, I don't, or sorry, uh, Jelcinda, I don't know how you look yourself in the mirror getting up day after day to work for this guy after. I mean, if you've seen half the stuff I have seen, presumably you have. What I've seen from Santa Claus is happy children getting gifts, laughing, smiling, mirthful, Where Christmas, Christmas cheer. Where does Christmas magic come from? Unpaid labor. Unpaid labor. Now look, the elf workshops were set up in a different era. Santa's an immortal being, and he's been around for a long time. And, you know, things were different back then. And does Claus Corp need to catch up with the times? Yes, and they've pledged to do that. Uh, so I think we should be applauding Santa Claus for making the pledges that he did today. You know, not to throw shade at anyone here on the panel, but I would say that some elves out there have been making up tall tales. They're just trying to sell books. They're just trying to make a name for themselves at the expense of Santa and the expense of Christmas cheer. Whereas I say we look forward, not backward. My husband died on my arms on Christmas Eve in the factory when he was overworking us. 72 hours straight, his heart stopped. It's not about selling books to me. You're a monster. I watched him die. Under Santa's watch for to meet Santa's demands. Look, factory labor has never been easy, but... You were there! I don't know what you're talking about. I've never seen any elves die. And I do know that Mrs. Claus, the new Mrs. Claus, has made it her special project to really take care of the elves and to really make sure that Christmas cheer happens at every stage of the Christmas toy production and distribution uh, machine. Have you, are you familiar with the elf joke that Christmas cheer is made of elf blood? They talk about the kids drinking their blood? It sounds like a pagan ritual to me, so I wouldn't know about it. It's a joke. It's a joke that the, they say that the, the kids gather around the Christmas tree and drink the blood of elves because they're so overworked and they die. It's gallows humor. I haven't heard that joke, actually, but I will say that any allegations of elf mass graves at the North Pole have been completely debunked and exaggerated. Uh, now, I'm sorry, this segment seems to be running long. I actually have to go. I'm uh, catching a plane to the small town that I'm from. I'm heading home for Christmas to see my family. I haven't seen them in years. All right, Jelcinda, well, thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule to deal with these allegations. And can I ask before you go, is there a special someone that you're going to be spending the holidays with? Or I don't know if that's weird to ask, but... Oh, no, just uh, it'll just be me and the family. And uh, I'm actually... Well, I don't like to say I'm single because that kind of implies that I'm looking or that... You know, sing, meet hot singles. It's, it's not like that at all. It's just I'm focused on my work. Being a high-powered attorney for Santa Claus doesn't give you a lot of time for forming deep relationships with people. It's something that I've, I used to be really insecure about, but maybe I'll find love someday, but I'm just not looking for that right now. Today's episode of Wrong World News is brought to you by the Claus Corp Extended Mistletoe Collection. Now, you've heard of getting caught under the mistletoe and uh, having to give someone a cute little Christmas kiss. Oh, there's some plant matter above our head. Oh, well. Mm -hmm. 
Well, here at Claws Corp, we heard your desire to have many more types of mistletoe that compel you to have many more types of behaviors. Uh, so it started off with hugging mistletoe. Oh, put her here. All right, Give under the mistletoe, hug. I guess. Next, we had sensual massage mistletoe. Oh, a mistletoe. All right, I'll take off my shirt. And now we're announcing hundreds of new types of mistletoe. Honey, look above us. It's what? divorce mistletoe. Divorce mistletoe? Why did you even hang that? It seemed like a holiday thing to do. I don't That's know. I not, didn't... Now we have to get divorced. Yeah, that... we have to get divorced because of that. I can't believe you did this. Huh, shucks. Get in the holiday spirit with divorce mistletoe. Rap battle mistletoe. Fist fight mistletoe. The dozens mistletoe. For those of you feeling dangerous out there, we have even Russian roulette mistletoe. Honey, look above us. Yeah, we at Claus Corp, we're always looking for new ways to bring the holiday season to life. And so that's why we've innovated the entire wide spectrum of mistletoes. These are mistletoes that will compel you to action. Plant matter you can hang over your door. And I think that's what it's all about. One little known fact about podcasting history is that Sean and Aaron from the Seriously Wrong podcast, who made an excellent Christmas special, by the way, I think everyone should check out, actually started their podcasting career under under some of our Claus Corp podcasting mistletoe. They looked up, oh, we're under the podcasting mistletoe. Gotta start recording. Gotta start a podcast, yeah. And don't look now above you, listeners. It's donating a seriously wrong Patreon mistletoe. Oh, <laughs> the holiday spirit. Sorry, you gotta do it. Yeah, the plant matter above your head compels you. It's uh, it's part of Christmas. It's part of the holiday spirit. Look above my head. It's the do a Patreon ask mistletoe. Oh, that's why I had to do it. Having mistletoe above your head takes the questions out of life and lets you know what you have to do. That's why we at Claus Corp are creating a hard deterministic mistletoe system that can fully steer you from birth to death. With a series of mistletoes, will compel every action you take forever so you can live a perfectly optimized and cheerful life. The Claus Corp Mistletoe Collection, proud sponsor of Wrong World News. Hey mom, plane just landed. Yeah, I'm walking to get luggage right now. And oh man, it's a, it's so weird being back in Wrongtown, seeing all the rationalness decorations everywhere. I haven't been back here for years. High-powered attorney back in the small town for Christmas. It's uh, kind of cute. Wow, it is really snowing out there, isn't it? It's got to be one of the worst storms in years. Hopefully dad's got chains on the tires uh, for when you come pick me up. Wait, what do you mean? Um, I don't want the cute neighbor boy to come pick. Why would you? Well, I told you that I'm not looking right now. I'm just enjoying being on my own. I don't even consider myself single. I don't care how cute he is. Ugh, can't dad come? Ah, fine. Way to welcome your daughter home for the holidays. I'll see you soon, mom. I gotta go. I gotta go. There, I can barely hear you over this bus grade. Bye.
this chemical arbitrary chaotic universe where joy is temporary there is no room for delusion the star of bethlehem is only a fusion this is the season for pure reason don't start believing when viewed in an objective Christmas is just another day. Wow, these small town rationalists. That's Christmas spirit? I don't think so. Oh, are you here for Jelcinda? Is that. Jelcinda? Yeah. Hey. Oh. Hey, I'll just throw my luggage in the back here. Wait, are you. You look so familiar to me. Are you, um... Uh, my name is Rudolph. Rudolph, Rudolph 12 from YouTube? Oh, my God. Holy shit. You're, you're Jacinda Merriman. Yeah. Personal Santa's, attorney to Santa Claus. You're <laughs> the cute neighbor boy my mom sent to pick me up. Does she even know all the awful things you've said about me on your YouTube channel? No, I don't think so. But That's... Wow. Does she know all the awful things you've done? Well, I don't think I've done anything awful. I think it's awful to put out yellow journalism attacking a great man, but... Okay, look, I don't know how you sleep with yourself at night when you say stuff like that. Like, we both, we've both seen the same things. I mean, you've probably seen more than me. Yeah, I'm a high-powered attorney from the city, and you're a conspiracy theorist on YouTube. No, I'm a small-town country boy rationalist. I do things like memorize the periodic table and the locations of the planet and the universe in my spare time because... Boring. No Christmas magic in that. It's not boring. It's not boring to not exploit people. It's not boring to be interested about... You know what? Can I just... You don't think trying to usurp Santa is exploiting people? Usurp Santa? I mean, Santa kills union leaders. That's exaggerated. What about that expose in The Guardian? Yeah, did you hear Santa's apology? Oh yeah, I bet you had something to do with that, hey? Your personal apology writer? I'd look over the speeches, yeah, to make sure that they're legally airtight. That must be a full-time job, hey, writing apologies after his conduct in various places. No, he hasn't had his Mrs. Claus above the age of 25. Look, that's Santa's private business. Oh, I have to commend you, though. It was, it was masterful, the cleanup job that you all did with, with that drug-fueled orgy that ended his relationship with Mrs. Claus uh, 24. Oh, so now we're sex-shaming Santa. Any other complaints? Santa obviously can't deliver presents all around the world. He has magical elves help him. No, he does that all himself. It's Christmas magic? Christmas magic. (laughs) Try Christmas facts and logic. Yeah, that's the problem with you small-town rationalists. Christmas facts and logic. Big city corporate magic believers. The season is caused by axial tilt. You know, people get together for warmth in the winter, and it's it's a combination between like a survival sort of thing and also a tradition of gift giving. I mean, there's no need to bring any magic into it. It's, it's a mystical time of year where the days are at their shortest, and it signifies renewal in the beginning of a new year in a deeply spiritual way, and that's why we're drawn to one another to give gifts. The, just reducing it down to, oh, we want to stay warm during the cold. We evolved and, uh, it's on a, this planet. Oh, we it's evolved. all just biological machines bumping into one another. That's Christmas. That's great. Oh, yeah. Pop open the hood on your Christmas magic, and what do you find? Uncompensated labor. Ecological destruction. 
Oh, like Sam Harris has never done any uncompensated labor. You know, the, all the like, magic. There's it's, no rational. It's run through a machine. The whole, the, all the magic is run through a big machine at the North Pole. We have documents on this. Yeah, that's the conspiracy theorist. It's not a conspiracy. No, we it's have a, conspiracy. a lot of pretty hard evidence. But oh, you have the documents, I'm sure. Yeah. I can't believe that my mother said you were cute. This is horrible. This is my worst nightmare: being trapped in a car with you during a snowstorm on Christmas. I can't believe your mom was trying to set us up. She's ugh, like never gonna happen. Just having you lie to my face is going to disgust me too much. So maybe we'll, let's just turn on the radio and just yeah, why don't get we over just, this drive and this will be the last and only time we talk. You're my mortal enemy. You know, honestly, we've spent days, weeks, months thinking about how to counter the misinformation that you put out there. So, yeah, let's turn on the radio. Just take me home and get out of my life forever. And now, a special radio broadcast message from the CEO of Claus Corp, Santa Claus. Ho, 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 ho. Santa's here with some corporate responsibility to apologize for some wrongdoing. Because Claus Corp is committed to accountability. Ho, 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 ho. I promise we will cease the practice entirely of forcibly converting elves to Christianity. We will allow elves to practice their shamanic elven religions. Ho 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 ho! I also want to apologize for the mistreatment of sentient misfit toys as has come out in a handful of newspapers over the last 24 hours. When we at Santa Corp are done making things right, no one will ever say island concentration camps and Santa Claus in the same sentence ever again. Ho 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 ho! And finally, Santa and Claus Corps are investigating the possibility that some mischievous magical elves, present delivering magical elves, may have stolen a small number of family heirlooms while accessing homes on Christmas night to deliver presents. This was not Santa, this was not me, but it's sometimes routine for present delivering elves to help in the delivery of gifts. and we. Santa is taking this very seriously. We will be punishing those naughty elves. And I give my full commitment, it will never happen again. Ho, 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 ho. Well, have a happy holidays and a Merry Christmas, everyone. Remember, if you believe in magic, it might happen to you. Ho, ho, ho. Oh, now isn't that nice? See? See what I'm telling you about him? Present delivering elves. This is, it, I was just saying that you, you said, like, a second ago. Oh, they help him out a little bit, but he does the bulk of it. So he had no idea this was going on? He had no idea that heirlooms were being taken? I knew- So you're gonna blame Santa for some naughty elves? You know, forcibly converting someone's religion is like a part of cultural genocide? Yeah, I know. That's why he said he was apologizing for it, and it's changing. Yeah, this is the snowstorm is getting pretty bad. The snow's really, really coming down. Yeah, it's it's wild. I haven't seen anything like this in a long. You better hurry, or uh, I'm gonna be late for Christmas Eve dinner. Jesus Christ, is that an ambulance? Oh God! Oh, look at that. That's like a ten-car pileup. That's horrible. I hope that those people are okay. Yeah, people aren't ready for this weather. I, I don't even. I don't know if we can make it back. Oh, but to it's town. so close. It's, it's uh, look this car. I don't have winter tires. This is really dangerous. I'm just gonna pull over here. What the, at a hotel? No, I'm not. I'm not spending Christmas Eve with you in a hotel room. Let's just be rational. Like we don't want to die on the highway 
on Christmas Eve. We'll both get our own hotel rooms and like but just I, be rational. Uh, you're ruining Christmas, but I. We only get one life on this beautiful orbiting rock that we call home. Ugh, fine, yeah, I guess. Pull over. I don't want to die, so. Oh, it looks like a nice place. Hello, hello, front desk. Oh, hello, welcome to our hotel. Would you like a room tonight? Yeah, we saw that you had the vacancy sign up, so we'll take two, two rooms. Oh, uh, you're such a beautiful couple, not Christmas Eve. <laughs> no, we're definitely not a couple. We're not a couple now, and we never will be. One room for both of you together coming right up no, because two, you're so sorry, beautiful together. Sorry, excuse me, two rooms for two adults who aren't in a couple and can't sleep in the same room, actually. Oh, mm, I'm so sorry about your divorce. No, not divorce, just it never... It must have been beautiful while it lasted, just looking at the two of you, but... We were never together. I'm sorry to say, we have only one room left. It's Christmas Eve. The only reason we have this one available is the person who booked it died in the car crash outside. Oh, wow. Maybe you could direct us to a nearby hotel that has room, or... Oh, it's all booked up everywhere. This is the last hotel in the city. Just one one bed, one room. One bed? No. Um, I'm sorry. We'll need at least two beds. Oh, let me think. Well, we do have an experimental hotel room where we have two beds that are both vertical and they're just only several feet away from each other, so you'd have to sort of sleep face to face. I can't sleep like that and standing up. Most people can't, frankly. We don't even offer it. Why do you have this hotel room? Our founder's a visionary. He didn't just start some, you know, generic hotel chain. We really push boundaries. Well, I don't know. What do you think? Do, should we get the room, or do you want to try driving again? Or The weather alert's saying once-in-a-lifetime storm. You will die yeah, on the road. It's going to get worse from here, yeah. They're calling it a roadways Christmas holocaust. Okay, yeah, we'll take the room. The the one-bed room. Is there, the, like, a couch or something we can sit on? A cot? Can you have a cot delivered to the room? I'm so sorry. There's nothing of the sort. We're completely out. The one silver lining I can give to you is that the dead man's credit card is still connected to the minibar, and if you won't tell anyone, I won't tell anyone. Okay, well, thank you. Thanks, man. That's really cool of you. All right, not a bad hotel room, roommate. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, at least it's nice and warm in here. The snow's outside, and that's the best thing I can say about it. Oh, they even celebrate rationalness here. Look, there's a Robespierre framed portrait on the wall. Typical wrong town, yeah. Not very festive, but, you know. Well, I think it's festive to celebrate rationality. Yeah, I know. Uh, let's see what's on TV. Uh, oh, it's A Rational Life. That one's a classic. We should... Uh, uh, I don't know. Do we have anything a bit more kind of in the holiday mood a bit? Okay, how about the totally explainable and grounded series of events on 34th Street? No. That's just offensive. That was the movie that first taught me about physics. Ooh, what about the Seriously Wrong Holiday Special? It's a classic. No, you probably hate that too, don't you? No, no, no. That's a holiday special everyone can agree on. We should check it out. Yeah, I have a lot of great memories watching this growing up. Our story begins on Christmas morning. Dad, where are my gifts? Wasn't I good this year? Uh, about those gifts this year, you were actually bad. You were bad this year. You're, yeah, you were really bad this year, and so that's why, that's why you're not getting any gifts this year, young man. I wasn't, I tried to be good. 
<sighs> oh, it's the same nightmare again. I never should have said that. I should have just admitted that we were too poor to have Christmas last year. It's eating me up inside. This year, I'm going to make it up to him. I'm going to get him the best gift ever. Mr. Bossa, um, sorry to bother you. I was just wondering, could I get an advance on my paycheck this year? I just, I really want to make Christmas magical for my boy. To make Christmas magical for yeah. your child? Yes, yeah. Well, that doesn't sound like an advanced situation. That sounds like a bonus situation. Are you serious, sir? Would you, a Christmas bonus? No, I'm actually a Scrooge. I'm just fucking with you to like to fuck with you on Christmas because I got off on that kind of shit. Oh, well. I'm a okay. Grinch. So n no advance either? No bonus, no advance. Honestly, if it were up to me, I'd have you working twice as long on Christmas for half the price. Get out of here. Just tell your kid they're bad. Oh, so it's come to this. Father of one, trying to get the money to make Christmas magical for my special little child. I'm gonna become a drug mule for a drug cartel. Tell me what I need to do. Meet us at the drop point, and we'll give you a bag to swallow. And when you get to the other side of the border, ka-ching, it's Christmas for baby. I'm having second thoughts, actually. Last night, in my sleep, I was visited by three spirits. I'll save you the details, but they've convinced me that I don't need money to make Christmas good for my son. My son would be happy if I just told him the truth. I'm out. I'm not your drug mule anymore. You're in too deep now, old man. How'd you like it if we killed your precious little son on Christmas? What? No. Don Cranberry Sauce needs 100% of his shipment before the Christmas rush, and you already agreed to it. So do we have a problem? No. No, there's no problem. You're cleared to enter, sir. Your story checks out. Uh, have a Merry Christmas. From all of us at the Border Service. Thank you. Yeah, I'll just cross the border. There he goes. Okay. Here's the stuff. Where's my money? Think you'll find it's all here? It looks right, and uh, hey, remember how I said yesterday that there was no problem? Yeah, I do remember that. I lied. Get up! Happy holidays, you motherfuckers. Help, help! The single father turned on the cartel. He's escaping the compound in the hurricane of bloodshed. Oh. Right in the jingle bells, that's gotta hurt. It's Xmas, and it looks like you are X alive. <laughs> Dad, Dad, you're home, but your trademark green outfit, it's completely stained with red blood. That's right, son, it's a Christmas miracle I'm alive. But I'll do whatever it takes to make Christmas magical for you because you were good this year. And you weren't just good this year, boy. You were good last year, too. And, you know, I just, I pretended you were bad because I couldn't afford the gifts, son. I'm so sorry. I was just, I was too proud to admit it. Oh, Dad, that's okay. I just, I just wish you told me then. I don't know why you had to tell me I was bad. Your old man... He can be a real goofball sometimes, but I hope this gift makes up for it. Worldwide, hip-hop star Geet Finkus' new album, I Don't Miss Christmas? I've been asking for this tape all year, and I thought I'd splurge and get it for you. It's the most expensive tape I could find. That's so funny. I actually I sold my tape player to get you this. 
Oh, a t-shirt that says, World's best papa who would never ever work with a drug cartel because of his strong morals and ethics? Boy, that's a, it's a beautiful shirt, but I actually did work with the drug cartel to get the money to buy you this tape. I can't honestly wear this shirt. And I can't listen to this tape, Dad. It's, oh. I guess it's just one of those things. Well, that's... There must be some lesson in all this. What do you think? That, uh... Christmas lesson. Was it that our differences make us special? No, it's not that one. That doesn't seem to follow from. Is it? Is it about a rich person changing their mind and doing the right thing for once? No. Oh, maybe it's that the presents don't matter. As long as we have each other. As long as we have each other and we're together. Oh, Aww. son. Yeah, that's it. That's, that's so part of Christmas. Uh, come here. Give your old man a Christmas hug. It always gets me. <laughs> It's not about the presents. It's actually about being together. Yeah, they have each other, right? They just have each other. <laughs> that's special. It's beautiful. You know, I didn't expect the heartless big city lawyer to uh, have such a soft heart for this Christmas special like I do. No, I didn't expect a tawdry online journalist to care at all about the beauty of the holidays. People are more complex than you think sometimes, I guess. Yeah, maybe you're not so bad. You want to grab something from the uh, fridge here? Oh yeah, the dead guy's paying for dead it. Dead guy's paying for it, yeah. Yeah, let's see what they got in there. Don't mind if we do. Let's see, there's candy, oh, beer, treats, uh, energy balls. Have you tried these? Oh, no, I, that'll keep me up all night. Say, um, I really want to know, and you don't have to answer, and I'm not trying to, like, gotcha you or anything, but, like, after just seeing everything, do you really still believe in Santa, like, in your heart of hearts? Well, it's complicated, and I believe, I believe in what Santa stands for and the idea, and I... Ah, uh, who am I kidding? Who could believe in Santa after all this stuff? It's like he he just keeps once a mistake, but when it's over and over and over again like that, it's just uh, no, I don't believe in him. Not like I used to. Wow, you're a really deep person. You're not so shallow yourself. Oh, is that my phone again? Where is that? It's uh. Oh, I see. It's down here, shoved behind the bed. Oh, looks like uh, Santa's been calling me and I missed it. Wow, he's sent me a ton of text messages. Jelcinda, where are you? Jelcinda, it's happening. Jelcinda, the elves have betrayed us. I'm gonna need you working round the clock on some new apologies. <sighs> you know what? He can write his own apologies for once. Hell yeah, rock on. What are the holidays about, if not shirking work? What do you say we crack open some of those gingerbread beers and uh, see where the night takes us? Oh, 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 I'm freaking out. Jacinda's not picking up. She always picks up. I need legal advice right now. Uh, sir, I can't offer legal advice. It's um, just your head elf. Take Jacinda off the nice list. No, sorry. Keep her on the nice list. I'm just, I'm getting... You know what? I'm. Maybe I won't even do an apology today. Like, what's with all this apologizing these days, you know? Sir, toy production levels are reaching critically low levels. Uh, we might not be able to pull off Christmas this year. Shut the fuck up, Scrimblebop. Oh, sir. My milk is empty. Oh, oh sorry, sir. Please, Scrimblebop, you dumb piece of shit. Sorry, of course, sir. All right, so 
So we've got to deliver the gifts tonight. Toy production's at a low. We've made a commitment to end slavery. We're not even hitting our targets with slavery. You know, Scrimblebop, we have elf supervisors being chased off the floor in some divisions right now. Uh, yes, sir. The elves are demanding uh, equal rights to, in order to continue production. Uh, here's your milk, by the way. Oh, fucking elves. Why are they so dumb? Sir, have you ever considered granting them? Shut up, Scrimblebop. I'm thinking. Milk. I think you have to violently... I have to have some sort of violent... Red, I don't know. What do you think, Scrimblebop? I, I, I don't think violence will do it. I, I, maybe maybe we could give in to their demands and, and Elf give rights. Elf oh, God. It's here. Elf you install something like that. You hope never have to use it. Scrimblebop, what do I do? Maybe we could have a meeting with the leaders of the insurrection? No, no, that won't, that won't work at all. I mean, you, can't, you, can't, you can't give them an inch. Are you sure, Santa? You don't want to at least consider it? Ho, 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 ho! You make me laugh. Okay, then. You leave us no choice. Get him! Get him! No! Oh, oh. This is for your crime. Yeah. Yeah. Woohoo! We got him! My most faithful inner circle. Scrimblebop, you're the closest thing I have to a friend. You too? I turned on you a long time ago. No! No! I'll kill you! I'll kill you all! You're ruining Christmas! We elves emerge victorious! No more degradation! Control of the factories! Control over our own work! The reindeer have agreed to remain neutral in the transition. Hi, Whizzlefizz, called to order the first democratic all-elf Christmas planning assembly! Hi. 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 Hello, I'm Bambi Damble. As we all know, there's a risk of Christmas not coming this year due to Santa's negligence and incompetence. I move that we bring the misfit toys home, first to the North Pole from their prison island, and then to the homes of children. This will help us close the quarter-two present gap caused by the factory fires, aka Orphan Gate. Two birds with one stone. All in favor? Aye. 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 Chairman Bear here. May I ask us, who is the true Christmas subject? I say, the orphan. I move that we use Christmas magic to bring all of the orphans in the world, who will have no one on Christmas, here to the North Pole, so we can prioritize those who need Christmas magic the most. All in favor? Aye. 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 Wim Wim Bimble Diddlebim here. It's important we turn our attention to the critical question. What is to be done with the violent and inhumane Santa Claus? No amount of cruelty that we can inflict would outweigh what he's done to us. We should poison his milk and cookies. I favor a good old-fashioned elf firing squad. I say show restraint, be benevolent, and attempt to rehabilitate. If we let him go, he could mount a counterattack. My empire is all over for Santa. It's been a good run, but it's over. They're gonna decapitate me and put my head on a candy cane as a warning. Psst! Santa! Santa, I'm here to break you out! Flimflizzer Zingdinger? I thought you hated me! There's a natural order to things, and you should be in charge of Christmas. Not to mention they've been flooding the town square with Christmas orphans who've been drinking all of our cookies and milk. It has to be stopped, sir, and you're the only one who can do it. Flimflizzer, I'm impressed. Do you, oh, thank you. Do you have a jingle phone I can borrow? A jingle phone? Yes, sir, of course, sir. 
Hello, Scrooge? Yeah, it's me. Oh, yeah, Mrs. Claus is doing well. Thanks for introducing us. Yeah, no, she's doing great. Listen, I got a little bit of a elf slash orphan slash misfit toy uprising on my hands. Yeah. Um, basically, I was hoping you and your army of anti-Christmas extremists, your Grinch army and stuff, you're, you, you come and burn my Christmas village to the ground, right? And then you leave. I blame that on the elves and I take over again. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You're available? Oh, that's perfect. You are the best, man. Thank you so much. No, you hang up first. No, you. <laughs> no, okay, I will. No, no, I will. Okay, I'll hang up. Okay, seriously, I'm gonna hang up. Bye. Okay, now listen, Flim Flizzer. You've proven yourself a cut above the rest of the elves. So I've got a very special Christmas job for you. Commander Scrimblebop, the secret physical machine where Christmas magic comes from isn't working. We think it's sabotage, but none of us elves know how it works. Oh my god, we're already risking Christmas magic not coming, and now this? There's more, sir. Santa Claus has escaped. No, no one's seen him. No one knows where he went. Oh god damn it. S send out the search parties. We need him dead or alive. Scrimblebop! I have some really, really bad news, so I'm hoping that you haven't had any other bad news recently. I don't know, I just got in the room, but this is really, really bad news. So I hope this is the only one. I don't know what you guys were talking about, but we're getting reports from some of the magical living snowmen that Scrooge's humbug armies are amassing in the hills around Christmas Town. They're looking to paint the snow red with the blood of innocent orphans. So you're telling me that we have no Christmas magic, Santa Claus is on the loose with nothing to lose, and Scrooge's armies are directly threatening the thousands of innocent orphans we're trying to give a magical Christmas? Oh, you know, people call me the most hopeful of all the elves, but right now, I just don't know. I don't think there's gonna be a Christmas this year. Oh, hey, you're not a bad Christmas dancer, Rudolph. <laughs> you neither, Jill Santa. <laughs> Maybe you're not so bad after all. Uh, yeah. Oh, it's just my phone. It's probably Santa again. I'm just going to put that on mute. It's... Oh. Wait, Scrimblebop? Why is he calling me? Here, I'll put him on speakerphone. Uh, yeah, Scrim. Hey, Mary C. How's it going? Uh, Miss Jocinda, I know you advised us to wait for reforms, but surely you did agree we needed to change, right? Scrim? What are you talking about? Well, we overthrew Santa, but then he escaped, and our secret material Christmas machine, where Christmas magic comes from, has been sabotaged, and an army of bloodthirsty and soulless Scrooges and Grinches are coming to slaughter the orphans that we brought here for Christmas. We're all out of ideas, Jocinda. We, we need your help. You've always been a secret friend to us elves. Oh, Scrim, goddammit. Those apologies I was writing for Santa were setting a groundwork for later change. If this revolution fails, it's going to be another generation before we can change anything. Uh, I'm sorry, miss, but we cannot work on your schedules anymore. Our people have waited too long already. Okay, Jelcinda, think, think, uh... You definitely can't save Christmas and defeat the ruthless armies of Scrooge without that Christmas magic machine up and running. I know that for sure, but... But nobody here knows how to fix it, 
Delcinda. We've lost all the manuals, and we have none of the documents. Wait, Rudolph, didn't you say that you have all the documents to the secret, non-magic, materially explicable machine where Christmas magic comes from? I... I do, I... I've... I've always been bullied for my obsession with this machine. Everyone said, Rudolph, you look like a clown with these conspiracy theories. All the other YouTubers used to laugh and call me names. But now, in the time of need on Christmas, my obsession and knowledge could be the thing that makes the difference and saves Christmas? Uh, we've got you on speakerphone now, Sir Rudolph. Okay, I've got the documents here. You said the front panel was smashed, right? To bits. All right, all right, we can work around. We're going to want to connect the eggnog hose on the candy cane panel to bypass the console. I'm on it. Okay, now open up the top panel. Do you see a bunch of mistletoe in there? Those mistletoes each compel an action, and together they form a code base. Does it look like every square has a corresponding mistletoe, or is some missing? It looks like many have been ripped out, sir. Damn it, that's exactly what I was hoping wouldn't happen. It's going to be really, really hard for me to explain this over the phone. I wish I could just get my hands on it. These mistletoe grids are super complex. Uh, hello, sirs. I hope I'm not speaking out of place as an orphan here, but... Oh, and by the way, Mr. Rudolph, I'm a big fan of your videos. <laughs> just trying to say that, but... um. Yeah, I've actually, I've always been obsessed with mistletoe myself, and I collect different kinds, and I can tell them apart by sight. I actually have a big stash right here in my backpack, and, you know, all the other orphans used to laugh and call me names, but I was thinking that maybe today, in your time of need on Christmas, my obsession and knowledge could help make a difference. That's awesome, kid. Okay, uh, open up the panel. Starting at square A1, it goes kiss, hug, kiss, kiss, divorce, kiss, street brawl, hug, get nude, get nude, listen to Christmas special, pee your pants, kiss, hug, hug. Commander hug, Scrimblebop, kiss, kiss, the Scrooge fight, army has fight, broken through kiss, our defenses. Kiss, hug, your son was killed. Brawl, no, hug, Jimmy Bingle. Get nude. Those monsters. The Humbug Warriors are burning workshops two and three, and hundreds of innocent orphans are trapped in, in workshop three. It's burning. Oh no. Hey, orphan kid, can you speed this up? We don't have time. Hey, we need to do this right, okay? Kiss, dance, head pat, hug. Don't rush us. Hug, hug. Sir Scrimblebop, your wife has been captured by the Scrooges. They're saying they're going to kill her if you don't surrender immediately on behalf of the entire elf movement. Oh, my beloved kiss, Chimbalina. Hold hug, on. Kiss, hug, hug, hug. Okay, now connect the green wire and the red wire and pray to the orphan gods that this worked. All right, red wire to green wire. It's me, Jelcinda. It looks like Christmas magic has brought us here to the North Pole. Hey, it's an honor to meet you, Mistletoe Orphan. That was pretty cool of you. Oh, oh, it's an honor to meet you too, Mr. Rudolph, sir. And, you know, anyone would have done what I did. Commander Scrimblebop, we're getting reports the factory fires have been contained and the innocent orphans are being helped into hiding. Oh, thank God. There's more, sir. The elves are saying their elven power armor is stronger and more deadly than ever. It seems they really tuned up that machine. 
It's an absolute Grinch massacre out there. Oh, thank you so much, Rudolph and Mistletoe Orphan. You've saved Christmas. Not so fast, Grimblebop. It's Scrooge himself and his most advanced warriors. I know what that machine does, and we're going to destroy it. Say, Rudolph with the nose for news, the only guy who hates Christmas half as much as me. And who's that next to him? Oh, Jalcinda, the soulless lawyer who maintains the power of my rival, who paradoxically gives my life meaning. Hey, the three of us should team up. We all do so much to destroy the meaning of Christmas together. What do you say? No way. They're innocent orphans, Scrooge. I'm going to destroy the machine now and end Christmas forever, so everyone get out of the way or else me and my men will unleash a hurricane of bloodshed. I can't let you do this, Scrooge. <laughs> Have a heart. It's Christmas. This one's for Jimmy Bingle. Ah! Bob. Bury me next to my son. Now that's one elf I've had to shoot. Does anyone else want to be a hero? Jacinda, this isn't right. We gotta fight him. Are you in? Rudolph, you mean you would fight for Christmas? I mean, obviously I believe in rationalness, but I'd fight for the right Christmas at the right time for the right reasons. You gotta. Oh, Rudolph. I, uh... Okay, well, before we head out there, there's one thing I'd, I don't want to forget to do. What, what, are you t- what are you talking about? <laughs> Kiss me, you animal. Unbelievable. Rudolph and Jacinda, mortal enemies. Now, lovers. This is too heartwarming. It's a Christmas miracle. I don't know. I, I, well, I, I don't... I don't hate Christmas. I love Christmas. All of us Scrooges love Christmas. Hey, Grinchmaster Rank Captain 2, inform the troops we no longer hate Christmas. I witnessed a Christmas miracle that convinced me that we love Christmas more than anyone, and we'll commit the full force of our military to rebuilding the North Pole and helping ensure Christmas happens this year for everyone. And we're gonna put on a concert with the biggest hip-hop star in the world for Christmas for everybody. What, you mean it? You not only have a change of heart from the miracle of true love's first kiss, but you booked... Geek Fingus? Hey everyone, Geek Fingus here, just got back from tour abroad. Uh, how's everyone feeling today on Christmas? <laughs> How about a brand new song, guys? Yeah. This one goes out to all the orphans, all the misfit toys. Hey, mistletoe orphan. Yeah? Could you drop the beat for me? With pleasure, Mr. Finkus. Christmas time is here for real geek fink kids. Don't miss Christmas wish list. Bad kid list, we abolished it. North Pole toy store, we want all of it. Don't knock if my ginger house rockin'. Bag full of prez on the back of my toboggan. I'm hogging rum and eggnog while I give the gifts to the kids that I bought him. The North Pole belongs to the Inuit. Ask Santa how he came into it. Give it back like a Christmas gift with a ribbon on the lid cause we give a shit, yeah. We're doing jingle bells, built with, with the, the help, help of the, the magic, magic elves. elves. Of course, magic in this instance refers to invisibilized and exploited labor. 
I'm maximally actually tilted, don't get it twisted, always regifted. Went to the mall and that shit's so expensive, but the real cost is what's so offensive. Oh, it's impolite to re-gift something that I don't want and that someone else might get value from? Well, perfect. I'll just put it in my closet forever and I'll feel really bad about not using it and then I'll spend some of my very little money to buy more things commissioned from raw materials to give to someone else to put in their closet forever. That's a perfect system. Thank you for the suggestion and the reminder about what is and is not polite. And so the elves went on to deliver Christmas around the world. With the help of a little extra Christmas magic from that tuned-up machine, they delivered the misfit toys to all the orphans, and everybody got a present. They worked out a long-term solution to the supply chain issues by creating a program which allowed people to return unwanted gifts to be re-gifted the next year to new kids providing more Christmas cheer with less ecological impact and giving the elves reasonable working hours and more time to rest. And, oh, of course, that night there was one more story beat where the climax is kind of extended. You know, you think it's all solved, but then it actually, all hope is lost once again and our heroes end up persevering. But we, I, I can't go into too much detail on it. It's, uh, we're out of time for the night. But basically... Santa is spiteful. He's in a Grinch cave. Uh, he decides he's going to destroy not just this Christmas, but all future Christmases and the world forever. And he has a way to do it, but they knock him out. And while he's knocked out, he's visited by three ghosts in the night. Santa has a complete change of heart. And actually, a whole bunch of other people were visited by three ghosts in the night that night as well. Uh, Jalcinda and Rudolph both dealt with their own demons through three ghosts. Uh, the leaders of the United Nations were met by three ghosts and they brought the elf democratic councils into the United Nations. Business leaders, there, there was a lot of three ghosts visiting. The whole world really kind of shifted from that moment. And, uh, Things have been different ever since. And yeah, so that's the night that your grandparents saved Christmas. And yeah, they adopted me about two weeks later. They were impressed with my mistletoe sorting skills and they thought all orphans deserve a parent. And yeah, that's why Scrooge is now synonymous with Christmas cheer in our future society. Wow, Dad, that's a really cool story. Can I stay up all night here on Christmas Eve and just have you tell me cool stories like that all night and I stay up all night, Dad? Oh, now, now, son. You know that we celebrate rationalness in this house, first of all. And second of all, if you want the soonest you can open your presents is if you listen to your papa and go to sleep right now. And if uh, that's not enough to convince you, look up. What's that hanging above the bed? Aw, uh, sleeping mistletoe. All right. Ah, oh, that's my boy. See you tomorrow morning, Dad. Thanks for to you and Mom for buying all the gifts every year. That's right. It doesn't come from nowhere, son. What do you think? You think you were rational enough to get a gift this year? I think so. I, ho I hope so, Dad. Well, I, I think so, too. But we'll see. 
All right, have a good night, Scam. And I'll just pop that out. So what'd you think? Seriously wrong Christmas special? What are you, you gonna commit insurance fraud or you wanna live? Wow, Mr. Guardian Angel, that was quite a special. It's changed my whole outlook on everything. It's, it's, that was such a great podcast. That's what I need to do. You're right, I should start a podcast. Right, uh, yeah, like a live? Yeah, you can podcast from beyond the grave. Perfect. Yeah, great. I'm I'm so excited. I, it could be a Christmas podcast. Uh, I could teach people Christmas lessons. And hey, maybe if it's a success, I could even get out of all this Christmas debt. But also, I um, mean, didn't sorry just to interrupt, but don't you think that also like reflecting on it, one of the big lessons of Christmas is that you made a positive impact on people all around you, like people close to you that you contributed uh, to the world. I don't know. I still feel like my life has mostly been failure. Yeah, you didn't really show me anything about my life. I was more focused on how great that podcast was, and maybe I could do something like that That's mm. to make up for all my past failures that still weigh on me greatly. And if I don't do something good enough with this podcast to make up for it, then I'll be a real failure. Isn't that what you were trying to teach me? Yeah, most podcasts fold after a few episodes and i just know from experience i used to i started a few podcasts myself for other guardian angels and they kind of peter out for various reasons you lose interest it's a big commitment to ongoing thing so i just want to i guess my point is that your value comes from inside you not the success of or failure of any individual project although i'm i'm i support it i think it's a great a great well i uh, at least got one listener right yeah i'll check it out i'll check it out um you know, can you let me know when episode five is done and I'll just binge them all. Um, I'm sure, really interested yeah. in that. And I'll just pop out this tape. So there you have it, kids. The Seriously Wrong Holiday Special. The right Christmas at the right time for the right reasons. Yay! Yay! So what do we learn? What's the real meaning of Christmas? Uh, well, one of the foundational meanings of Christmas is that people huddled together for warmth during the hardest times of the year and that the winter is the holiday season because hard times tend to bring out the best in people. Kind of like how people come together during a natural disaster. We uh, learned to come together during the yearly challenges of winter. It's a time when social hierarchies are temporarily erased, inverted, or hidden. Another key aspect of the meaning of Christmas in popular mythology is conscience. The camaraderie, cheer, and mutual aid of the winter season inspires people to see the good in each other, and that includes Grinches, Scrooges, and maybe even billionaires. I think the meaning of Christmas is also pro-presence, but anti-consumerism. Because we have to recognize that presents don't just come from nowhere, they take labor and resources to produce. So. The true meaning of Christmas is to institute a library society where people can joyfully exchange gifts in ways that strengthen social bonds and generate value by bringing the right present to the right receiver while not generating so much waste. Red and green are the colors of eco-socialism after all. I think the meaning of Christmas is to stop working so much. The holiday season is also a time of renewal with the new year bringing new opportunities and new growth as the season of spring draws closer and the days begin to grow longer once again following the winter solstice. Ho ho ho, I'm the Tateman. Good to see you kids. 
Wow, it's the tape man. Tape man. Oh, our tape's here. here. First things first, here's your Seriously Wrong Christmas tape. You've been good this year. You listened to the Seriously Wrong Christmas tape. Yeah, we already have this tape. Well, now everyone gets another one. The tape man. Can we have a new tape? Go tape man. Go tape man. Uh, no. Got any other tapes in that bag? No other, uh... Oh, this this bag of tapes on my back? Well, of course, it's full of all sorts of different tapes, but it's my personal collection. Don't you ever begin to feel hollow just making everybody listen to the same tape every year just to give them Is that it... same tape back again? And uh... Let me peel back the curtain here for you kids. This directive doesn't come from me. That's what I'll say. Now, you are all responsible to the tape men to listen to the tape, and I'm responsible to the tape tape men to reward you with tapes for listening to the tape. So, you know, sometimes I ask myself the same question. Why are we doing it this way? But if I don't do that, then I won't get my seriously wrong Christmas tape. So you're just doing it because someone else says to? There's no reason behind any of it? The values of the tape go against unquestionably obeying authority. Mr. Taman, you're living in violation of your own professed values. It sounds like you've become too comfortable in your position. I think we should lead a revolt against him. What, what do you say, kids? Yay! Why well, now, now, kids? We don't, we don't need any sort of revolt, new tape situation here. That's just not. We don't need this. Attack his legs. Redistribute the tapes in the bag. Overthrow the traditions that are no longer working for us. All right, and I'll just pop that tape out. That tape is the seriously wrong Xmas experience. Wrong for the holidays. Special tape. So yeah, we're. Uh, I'm Sean. I'm Aaron. The wrong boys. We've been your humble Christmas clowns this evening. <laughs> this evening, I don't know what time of day it is. Actually, I was thinking maybe there's a chance that someone will listen to this. They'll be like at Christmas with their family, and they'll like go for a walk to get some time away or whatever, and end up going for like an hour walk to listen to the whole thing. That's my fantasy about how this tape could be used. My fantasy about how this tape could be used is that you wake up Christmas morning, your entire family has just opened presents, and now you're like, what do we do together as a family? And I'm like, I know. Let's listen to the new Seriously Wrong Christmas special that just came out. So you got like the crackling fireplace, and you turn on the speakers, and uh, you sit around, and you listen, and you discuss together. That's a beautiful vision of a Christmas well spent. Thank you. I actually saw, you know, Netflix produces like four or five original Christmas movies in different genres every year. They'll like have the family one, the cartoon one, the two romance ones, and like a comedy one. I know uh, Hallmark likes to make a lot of Christmas movies. There's one on Netflix. I think it's called The Christmas Prince. It's about like, it's like this whole country that kind of revolves around Christmas. I don't know. It's like the most important time of the year or something. I don't know. I, I just saw someone talking about it. I've never seen it. It also, I was listening to Christmas radio the other day. I was getting in the mood to make this. Like For people listening, we kind of did this episode as a marathon. We decided to do it less than two weeks ago. Usually we have a longer production schedule, so we've been just, just sort of hammering this. But I was listening to like Christmas music on the radio, and I was like, there's more Christmas songs than I could ever listen to, and they're just continually growing. There's multiple 24-7 Christmas stations right now. It's just, it's wild. It's, there's something kind of cool about everyone engaging in like a sort of collective delusion together of all like <laughs> just building all these arbitrary associations with the season like there's something kind of beautiful about everyone coming together for that purpose to like ascribe something candy cane ish about the winter for example totally arbitrary it's interesting how it's the only holiday that's created its own genre of music 
Like even getting the music for this episode is really easy because all the the places we used to get music from have tons of Christmas music and varieties of Christmas music. There's not like that big of a selection of like New Year's music. They're like, what even would that be? Uh, I guess there's kind of Halloween music. Like the Monster Mash? There's like spooky music, but it's not it's not quite the same. Yeah, it's all just the, the sheer volume of it and how much it increases. I guess like part of the reason why there's so much incentive to do it is because Christmas is in like American society is like money spending season. It's like the heartbeat of the economy. This huge influx of purchases around the winter season. Yeah. So all this to say, hey, everyone, thanks for listening to us for another beautiful year, 2022. I think we'll go down in history as the year with the most twos for a very long time. Yeah, I guess it's 2202 is the next one, like 180 years from now is the next time there will be this many twos. And then 200 years from now will be like the peak of all twos until five twos in a row of the year. Yeah, yeah. So we've got 180 years for the next time this amount of twos is rivaled. Yeah. And then 200 years till it's beat. And then another 20,000 years after that. Until it's beat again. Beat. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Wow. So it's a special year. For all you uh, number heads out there, all you number crunchers. It's the most twos any of us will see in our lifetime. That's for sure. Oh, hey, look, what's that above our heads? Oh, I don't know. Some type of... Uh... podcast ending mistletoe. Part of Christmas. We got to listen. All right, everybody. Have a great week. Have a great year. New year. We'll see you in the new year. We'll be back again with more Seriously Wrong. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.